0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: First, we start out by setting our intentions. Today, what will we do?
0: We're going to hello? We're going to turn
2: on the microphones of the co-host as okay. the start. Okay. And we are going to be better today than we were yesterday. Do a better job today. Yes, than right. yesterday. And how will we accomplish that? Um I'd say. Well, gonna, we have a
3: producer who might be able to give yeah, us some, he'll give us some points. <laughs> I was going to say pray for a miracle, but, you know. With every new day, there's fresh hope.
4: <laughs> that's, that's
1: hope Kevin's, springs eternal. <laughs> that's Kevin's mantra in this whole building. He goes back to his office, answers upon, uh, with, should I answer this message? <laughs> <laughs> with each day, there is hope. There now, is that, hope.
3: That's, a, that's a line from the uh, movie Vacation.
5: Oh, They're okay. standing
3: over there. He goes, it hasn't been so bad or something like that. Has, the trip hasn't been so bad, has it? And uh, Beverly D'Angelo's line is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but with okay. every new day, there's fresh hope. All right. <laughs> it, well, it's something like that. But anyway, that, that's my favorite line. With every new day, there's fresh hope. Well,
1: there is. <laughs> All right. And well, then we're good to go then. We, yes, we are. This day is more hopeful than the one previous. All right. We would invite for you to participate in today's show on the market sponsor by the Sunbird Motor Company. That's where I got Joe's F-150 Lightning. But you can get any one of the number of EVs that they have for sale or a hybrid vehicle. If you're ready to save a lot of money on gasoline, gas will be closer to $5 a gallon by the time you get down to the Sunbird Motor Company today. And they will be more than happy to take your order. They do have a few vehicles on board, but uh, don't know that they have any electrics on board, uh, but they might. But this is an opportunity for you to save a lot of money in the uh, automotive world and to make sure that you're uh, taking advantage of all the technology that the Ford Motor Company's got available. Also, Hyundai and Kia all have electric vehicles out there. Or if you still are interested in a gasoline vehicle, ultra-economical. they got a wide range of Hyundais and Kias uh, saving gasoline, sipping gas is their middle name. So these, all of the vehicles are highly fuel Sipping efficient. Sipping gas, that's yep. two
2: words. Uh, so what is it, Sunbury Sipping Gas Motors?
1: No, a Hyundai Sipping Gas Automotive, automotive Ernie in Austin at the Kia dealership I is, got their, you now. is their full name. <laughs> Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com, a place, a great place to start out. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to save money, get the vehicle you want. they got the allocations at the car companies to make sure that they get vehicles in that you order up. and uh, Or you can just... Wait till a truck comes in and buy one right off the truck. A lot of folks are doing that they're not even picking colors or anything. Uh, they're waiting for a truck to roll in. They roll in, uh, grab one of them, and away you go. Make sure you pay for it before you go, but they'll super serve you in that way at the Sunbury Motor Company if you so choose SunburyMotors.com, sponsor of on the mark we got open phones today. We'd love to hear from you one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five you can email us at on the mark at com, and you can text us at seven zero two three six
2: were we able to get that audio that I mentioned? I'm still working on funding. okay. Working okay. On that. um, because that's very fascinating. I found that on Facebook by uh, looking up Steve Ducey. It came up on there. Steve Ducey? Yeah, he's the Fox News White House correspondent. Okay. And yesterday, to so- celebrate Ms. Uh, Ms. John-Pierre, her first day as White House press secretary, he uh, asked a question about a tweet that President Biden put out. And she just Peter couldn't. Ducey. Peter Doocy. Peter She just couldn't. Yeah, his dad is uh, Steve. Um, she just couldn't come up with an answer. It's fascinating to hear her dissemble, because the president made an absurd statement. He said that if you want to end inflation, you have to make these corporations pay their fair share. Well,
1: it wasn't worded exactly that no, way, uh, but I'm it did correlate uh, inflation to having the highest echelon of earners in the U.S. Uh, pay their fair share. And Steve
2: uh, Peter asked her a simple question. How does that work? <laughs> you know. uh, great. Congratulations.
6: Thank nice you. to see you up there. Thank you. Uh, the president... Twitter account posted the other day, you want to bring down inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Mm-hmm. How does raising taxes on corporations reduce inflation?
5: Um, so, it, uh, are you talking about a specific tweet?
6: He tweeted, you want to bring down inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations
3: pay their fair share. Look,
5: you know-
1: Now, I'll say here, this is where she should have said, oh, that is an excellent question. It doesn't work. (laughs) I'll check on that. We'll find out. But instead, for the next four minutes...
5: So we have talked about um, we have talked about this this past year uh, about um, making sure that the wealthiest among us are paying their fair share, um, and that is important to do. And uh, that is something that uh, you know the president has been you know working on uh, every day when we talk about inflation and lowering costs. And so it's very important uh, that uh, you know as we're seeing costs rise, uh, as we're talking about how to you know uh, you know build a, a, a America that's safe, that's equal for everyone and doesn't leave everyone behind, that is an important part of that as well.
6: But how does
0: raising taxes on corporations lower the cost of gas, the cost of a used car, the cost of food for every day?
5: So look, I think we encourage those who have done very well, right? Especially those who care about climate change, uh, to support a fair ta- tax code that doesn't change, that doesn't charge manufacturers, workers, cops, builders a higher percentage of their earnings. That the most fortunate people in our nation, and not let this, this that stand in the way of reducing energy costs and fighting this ex- existential problem. If you think about that as an example, and to support basic collective bargaining rights as well. Right. That's also important. But look, it is, you know, by not without having.
1: I'll stop it there. It just goes it's on. It's painful. And, uh, well, he it's, asks it's, the
2: question a third time. Right. And again, she dissembles and shambles and shuffles around and never gives him a straight answer. I think you always say, I'm, I'm what they should have said. Right. She should have said, oh, I don't know. I don't know the correlation. No, what she should have said, the president made that statement. He believes that to be the case, you know. And, I'll uh, find out what the correlation is. <laughs> I'll ask him what he had in mind. All right. Yeah, she
1: reminded me of that... Uh, <laughs> Um, at least she knows to expect what from Peter Ducey now.
2: But was that an unfair question?
1: Uh, no, no it's question. <laughs> it was a what
2: fair is question. It was a very fair question.
1: And, okay, you have a pretty good-sized brain. What is the correlation between inflation there and, isn't. and the fact that the wealthiest and don't taxes, pay taxes?
2: The wealthiest corporations, they do pay taxes. She said they pay their fair share. But Peter well, yeah, Ducey told, asked a it, it logical the, corporations,
1: question. the wealthiest people But that's not what... No, taxes. his
2: question was about corporations. His answer, his really? tweet, was about corporations. Oh, okay. If you listen to Peter uh, Peter. Introduce his first question it becomes perfectly clear that that's what uh, he was uh, inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their... Okay, oops, I'm sorry. You, well, right. these corporations, right. Okay. So there so is absolutely no correlation between somebody paying more taxes and inflation ending for the average person unless the president's pol- policy will be to take that money and directly give it to people who can't afford to
1: buy. Or to force it. them to lower taxes. If they're not going to pay taxes, <laughs> force them to lower prices, I guess. First
2: if, of all, it was a stupid statement by the president. He should know better that that isn't going to do it. Well, but, there may know. be a
1: correlation, just because we can't see it. There may be some correlation that some egghead economists can see that we can't see. <laughs> oh, okay. All
2: right. Well, boy, I'll tell you, then we're pretty blind. I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't get it myself, but I'd be willing to hear someone else's theory about that uh, or ask the president. All right. Upper right-hand corner, and then we'll go to the phones.
2: Our friend E.B., and his usual anti-Republican diatribe, it's Election Day. Just a reminder to On the Mark listeners that Republicans want to protect guns over children. Take away women's rights, advance racism and bigotry, disenfranchise black voters, overturn elections they don't win, allow corporations to destroy our environment, force their extremist religious views on everyone, and take education about slavery and civil rights out of schools because it might make white people look bad, but simultaneously defend Confederate statues of slave owners because that's, quote, our heritage. Save America by voting blue today. <laughs> you know, Butter Bread or C.E.B. or whatever... This is a primary election. No one is going to overturn the Republicans today or overturn the Democrats. We're going to pick people to represent yeah, the two parties. but isn't this the first step? What? Well, he's saying today it's our, uh, you know, save America by voting blue today. So people who are Republican can't vote blue
1: today. Oh, I see. Well, it's just the primary. Well, you got to participate to have fun. But
2: all today. those things are not true. I mean, come on. They are too true. You know, you all the, the Democrats about? want to take away all well, your freedoms. They want to take again. away your money. They want to give it to other other people. Now, they want to redistribute the wealth. They want to open the borders to people St- coming across who want to do us harm. The, the, you know, they don't favor a strong American defense. All that stuff isn't true either. But, you know, you can make the same <laughs> argument on the other side. Well, I think
1: Republicans do want to protect guns over children. They want to make sure that guns are 100% legally
2: available to everybody who can legally possess one without any new laws. I come down on both sides of this program. You know, I've had people tell me I'm not a good Republican. I haven't stood up for the Republicans. Right. You're not a vitriol. You're not a buffoon, Joe. You could be a buffoon. (laughs) But, you know, EB is exactly the Donald Trump of the left. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He really is.
1: All right. We'll see what Stan says about all of this. Good morning, sir. Please, I hope you're in a better mood today. I, I saw your forehead veins bulging yesterday, so we got to step it down a little bit today. Good morning, sir. <laughs> Good morning. Good. Thank uh, you for laughing.
6: I, I, I hear a lot of hate and vitriol in EB's messages. That, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. But, uh, you know, that being said, whatever. Uh
1: but there's love in that yeah. tweet.
6: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, the, I, left, I the left is, the love is so loving. You know? Wasn't that the mantra from the Democrats? What is it? Love hates love. love. What? How, how love, was it love? Only love
2: conquers hate? conquers hate. That was yeah, Dr. King. My yeah. <laughs> yeah.
6: So, but irregardless. But, uh, yeah, the fine new press secretary we have, Biden has down there, is just awesome, isn't she? You know, she puts together some awesome word salads. wonder <laughs> how they taste, because from my... my uh, Vantage point here. I think they're probably pretty sour,
1: Joe. What but, did you, uh, Joe? What did you tell us the first couple times that we had any meetings and you, you found an error or something in a store story because we didn't know what we were talking about?
2: I always say you've got to know what you don't know. And she didn't know,
1: <laughs> but she wouldn't know. say that. <laughs> anyway,
2: go but ahead. She, Sam.
6: She, evidently, she didn't learn how to circle back. Uh, <laughs> so, but you know, my understanding and I heard the clip when she first got up there. She says. Yep, I'm I'm the first, you know. I got some firsts here. I'm the first black gay immigrant to hold this position. Who cares? Okay, who cares? Is she is she capable of doing the job? That's all that matters. I don't care who she sleeps with, where she came from, or what color her skin is. But she is continuing the tradition that Saki put down that we'll get no straight answers from this White House. Period. So it's sure, what it seems like, but she will circle back and tell us again, and put more word salads out.
2: Well, you so. can't, you can't, you can't defend something as bizarre as what the president sometimes says. You know, well, and instead of it just admitting, I don't know what the president had in mind there. I will ask him, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> you know, well, she could have said Joe, that.
6: Joe, is, 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 it, is it possible that? Mr. Biden didn't even actually tweet that out, because I'm not sure he's capable of it, or was it one of his handlers?
1: He's capable of tweeting, but he probably didn't do that. I mean, sure, they they probably have scheduled talking points. I
2: would think somebody who was with it would not have sent that tweet out.
6: Well, come on, Joe. We're talking about the Biden administration. I'm not sure any of them are with it. Look at the stuff they're doing.
2: Well, (laughs) I can't say you you don't have a point.
6: Yeah, I mean, just throwing that out there. I don't think he's the one that does the tweeting. And I know there's a lot of people down there in D.C. has staffers do their tweets or whatever. They may say something and they, the staffer does it up. Now, they may add or subtract some words, but in this case, I'm thinking, I don't know what to think on Biden when it comes to this. It just, you know, and besides, who determines what's fair amongst two? There's people that pay zero tax. Is that fair? Is that fair? They, they, they mooch off the, the, you know, the, the working public. They don't pay a dime in federal income tax, but they receive large amounts of dollars from the federal government, which is paid by the working people. Is that fair? I don't think so. Now, it's my understanding net. that uh, oh, Rick Scott, I guess it is, put some sort of proposal out there for tax plan, and his proposal was that everybody pay some sort of tax income tax whether it's as low as a hundred dollars everybody should have a little skin in the game and what does Joey Biden do? he rails in, he's mega ultra mega blah 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 wants everybody to you know pay hurt the hurt the working class blah blah I'm sorry but the people not paying taxes probably aren't working either but they need to pay something so that they have some skin in the game. Because everything else is just free, so who they vote for? They vote for the person handing out the most free ice cream.
2: Hey, look at this! Look at the situation do. on the southern border. We can't find baby formula for our own citizens' children, but we're, we've got stockpiles of it on the border to give illegal immigrants coming across.
6: Exactly. Now think about that, Joe. These mothers, if they're coming across with a baby, do you think they're carrying baby formula in those backpacks? How, how do you How do you preserve something like that in a backpack when you're supposedly marching or walking thousands of miles to come from south or central america into the u.s through mexico illegally do you really think no they're probably breastfeeding so do they really need
2: the baby formula on the border well that's a good question i don't know
1: (laughs) from your experiences at the border do they need any formula i can see how breastfeeding would solve some of the issues but do they need any formula
6: well, I don't know. I mean, it's possible that some uh-huh. of now there are pregnant women. No, G-word. Mark, there are pregnant women that come across <laughs> and and have their little ones in there, and maybe right away they throw them on formula instead of doing the natural way. But hey, that's irregardless. they shouldn't be here to start with. Very right. plain, plain and simple, shouldn't be here. Right. But you know, that's, that's I'm, I'm just throwing that question out because I don't know, Mark. We you gotcha. know. These women coming across. How are they bringing the formula with them if they're using formula? That they need to have it once they cross the border.
2: Well, they have a little leather satchel. Going it's back, the formula satchel. <laughs> Going back to to the press secretary, I mean, she is responsible for articulating the administration's position to the media. And I think she's off to a very, very rocky start. If that's the best she can do in response to a question like that, you know, somebody should have briefed her, hey, the president put out another bozo tweet today, and we're going to have to clean up on aisle six again. And she should have been prepared for that.
6: Well, there's another problem with her not that she's black not that she's gay and not that she's an immigrant she her partner I don't know whether she's a married to her partner
2: is a reporter for CNN yes she is they are married what? okay that's that's a problem Suzanne you Malvo. have
1: isn't that a conflict the,
2: <laughs> I would think
6: <laughs> yeah you have but, a mouthpiece for the administration Well, CNN in fairness in with, fa- a, with, a, with a, you Stan, know, I guess the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. Stan, in that's fairness,
2: CNN has announced that Suzanne, Ma- Suzanne Malveaux will not be allowed to c- uh, report on any government or administration functions during the time uh, oh, that her right. wife is <laughs> the just press secretary. She's going to cover
1: tornadoes and tsunamis <laughs> right. and, and volcanoes. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And she won't be able to talk to the White House reporter and give them inside
2: information. Apparently not.
6: Right. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so, so, so when she's uh, they sleep. They live. They live in the same house. So when uh, Marie, whatever her name is, Saint Pierre, yeah, Saint Pierre puts information out. She won't take that and take it back to CNN to give them a little heads up on what's coming.
1: Or do you think no. Saint
6: Pierre? Or do you think Saint Pierre will keep her mouth shut when she's in the same house with the CNN reporter?
1: I think she'll probably be pretty well behaved for a long time before she starts sneaking out the information. All right, right. Stan, we got you. Thank you so much.
2: Have a great one. Hey, go vote. Jay, go right, vote.
1: Go vote. Yeah. You'll vote early and often, as Joe always says. That's right. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We love to hear from you on the topic. Uh, de jure the election or President Biden's tweet. If you know how taxing wealthy corporations in a greater way can uh, reduce inflation, I'd love to hear the correlation. I don't see it, but uh, Joe will, would be good, glad to tell you I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. So.
2: Well, here Tom says, wealth taxes and excess profit taxes would take care of the problem. It was a stupid gotcha question. Too much money in too few hands is a problem, a big problem. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Tom, Tom, Tom. It wasn't a stupid gotcha okay, so question. wealth
1: taxes and excess profits taxes would take care of the problem.
2: It wouldn't. In unless you, Unless you directly take the money that you're taking from these wealthy people and okay. find some way to directly apply it to the inflationary pressures right. the American you, people you are Which would you'd have to
1: give it to other companies to lower prices. No, you'd
2: have to give it, you'd have to, give it to people probably to buy, well, that pay won't the expensive curb in- prices.
1: Giving more money to people mm-hmm. will in some way
2: curb inflation? Absolutely not. But, I mean, I can't think of what else the president may be thinking. All right. I, I don't know that he does think on most days. All right. One of our listeners says, Clark
1: says, despite all the little problems, it's fun, isn't it? Ellen says, no. But with each new day, there's fresh hop. Hop. Fresh hope. All right. Thank you for that. I like right, fresh hop. Better. 1-800-795-9565. What's the next one? Oh, I forwarded this. I didn't even read it, but I see it. it's got my first name in it. Oh, yes, it does. wonderful. Mark's mistaken is, is the subject it, line. Is it, it signed? Mark's mistaken. All right. We're going to hear about my mistake. I'll have to read this. I forwarded it to the new, from the newsroom. This was in the newsroom. All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 We will
7: be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows What he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf.
2: Don't know if Steve really wanted to be right next to that commercial. Are you okay, Joe? You lost your color there for a little bit. I can tell you that I have never in my... 60-some years of broadcasting experience, heard a commercial like that on the radio. Never thought I would live to hear a commercial like that on the radio. And that's the uh, PG version. You should hear the R-rated version. There's an R-rated version? Over across the hall, they play that
1: one. They play the R-rated. It's a little bit more descriptive.
2: Oh, well, I'll have to walk across the hall and listen to that one. (laughs) I can't imagine. I'm so so glad the one we just heard was toned down for senior citizens. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty bad. All right. Somebody taking
1: me to task, I guess.
2: Yes, still haven't fixed the PTD-to-PTD issue,
1: I see. That's emails that are sent from one PTD email to another sometimes don't go through.
2: Disappointing. Less than stellar show Monday because Mark's misstatement went unchecked. While I typically appreciate his middle-of-the-road attitude and self-described common-sense approach, it doesn't work when he doesn't know what he's talking about. (laughs) He admits he only watches a few minutes of Tucker Carlson daily, but then says Tucker isn't the problem espousing white supremacist replacements. Theory. Dangerously wrong, Mark. I monitor modern media, and Tucker is a firm believer in, an espouser of, and the nation's main fighter for Replacement Theory. He's done hundreds of shows on this topic, not a few, and he's helped guide nearly a full third of the nation's Hispanics and Mexicans. Oh, I'm no, sorry, missed I, a I, missed a, I missed a line. Uh, the, the, the shows on this topic, not a few, and he's helped guide nearly a full third of the nation who thanks him to say they are being replaced by blacks, Hispanics, and Mexicans. Elites, Jews, and the like are bringing these people in to displace what Tucker calls legacy Americans, i.e. whites. I'll keep listening to On the Mark, but I would appreciate it if Mark would increase his use of his already often used phrase, I don't know.
1: (laughs) That is my favorite phrase, not only for me, but for other people. All right, noted. Yes, I did... uh, uh, so uh, get Dr. Get a Carlson lot of believes
2: that that Mexicans and Hispanics well, are
1: coming here to replace white people. Yes, he does believe that. And what I said yesterday was, I thought he was just uh, hosting guests and so on and allowing them to f- speak freely, only because I saw the the, the weekend news programs talked about it. And they just showed a few examples, but apparently our emailer is right. He is. Uh, th- this is one of his regular topics and you know, the through line through a lot of interviews with people who believe it. Also, people like Ted Cruz and some other. Uh, You know, key Republicans in Washington, and it comes into their speech through through their mainstream speech, then through you know thinly veiled. Uh, rhetoric about, you know, keeping the border closed and keeping them out so that we have more, uh, you know, more resources and so on. And that uh, Tucker Carlson started using the phrase legacy Americans to refer to uh, whites who are already here is the sort of the subtext. That's but there are blacks
2: them. who are already here. There are. Well, the, the, Tucker's Hispanics not as, who are already here. Uh, uh,
1: t- and, and Tucker doesn't differentiate between blacks and Hispanics or uh, Syrians or anybody from around the world that might want to come to the u.s it's anybody who wants to come into the u.s vote democratic and you know <laughs> they might get in the US legally but might get in uh, illegally vote Democratic and replace the many whites and legacy well, Americans in none the US. of us
2: are legacy human beings here in this country except the Native Americans we all came years here from somewhere America. else oh right. maybe maybe we uh, some of us predate others but but that doesn't make us any less interlopers, if you will. We all have to learn how to live together in this country. I mean, that's that's our challenge. Well, it's a fake theory? You know, that's why I, I didn't think it was that big a deal. But uh, several people corrected
1: me yesterday, saying that I was uh, out of line of my remark about Tucker Carlson not doing a uh, I'm doing just a few shows. Did about you this. say
2: you watch Tucker Carlson a few minutes every night? I, I, I've, months I've and
1: months ago. Yeah, well, I haven't said it lately. I don't. And watch I haven't him. seen even even for a few minutes lately. It's
2: terrible to say. I don't watch him or any of the talking heads. I think they're part of the problem. You know, that they're not trying, none of them are trying to unite the public. You and I have been in this broadcasting bracket for a long time, and we know what motivates, just like uh, what do you call it? Controversy sells newspaper, controversy drives ratings in broadcasting. So the more controversial I can be, the more um, bizarre theories I can espouse, the more likely I am to attract a large audience. I love it
1: when the show goes so fast, we're surprised by the, by the music, music coming up. All right, well, there it is. Kevin hit the button. So. We're going to take a six-minute break that will include CBS News, and hopefully we'll hear some more uh, good commercials about how to trim other certain parts, and we'll go from there. (laughs) Found it all. What station
2: is this, Joe? W-K-O-K, Sunbury. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings, welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly right across from me, and uh, let's see, Mr. Mark, uh, fresh after a rebuke from one of our unsigned emails saying, "I, sh- I guess I either well, I guess I shouldn't talk. Know what i I should know what I'm talking about. Instead of saying something about Tucker Carlson that I know not to be true about replacements theory. So we appreciate that correction. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I thought. Uh, Tucker Carlson was more like, you know, Rush Limbaugh. I always felt he really wasn't the problem with the division in the U.S. He was just capitalizing on, you know, the fact that we're pretty separated. Uh, But apparently, Tucker Carlson is part of the problem when it comes to this replacement uh, theory. That's sort of a white supremacist thing. So um, that all of that came to light because the white supremacists. That is that
2: white supremacist to believe some that someone is trying to replace you. Does that make you an automatic white supremacist if you believe that?
1: Uh, this theory is based on white supremacy, that okay. uh, the other races that are trying to displace us are inferior. But who,
2: who is? how are they attempting to do that? By wanting to come to this country? Uh, either Democrats, elites, or Jews
1: bring <laughs> in... Yep. I'm sorry. This is the theory, Joe. <laughs> right. You, you got to get on 4chan if you want to follow this stuff. Uh, Democrats, elites, and Jews uh, bring in, encourage, or in one way or another allow uh, more outside immigrants to come into the U- U.S. Whether it's President Obama and Syrian immigrants, or President Biden in uh, with the porous southern border, uh, or somebody else bringing in you know some other people from the U.S. who become beholden. Hold into the Democratic Party because that's who let them in, and uh, start to replace you and I, the white legacy voters. So that's the theory. Hey, I, I'm, I don't believe it, but I know that's what it's all about. Uh, so we're blaming the Jews
2: for this, are we?
1: Well, the people who, <laughs> who believe this say the Jews are the elites. The Jews
2: are the the Jews are the elites in. And so, what do they? What CNN they what, and New York what, Times and Let's say. The Jews were doing this. I don't believe for a minute they are. But let's say they are. Mm -hmm. What do they
1: gain from that? Money. It's all about money, having the government be as big as it needs to be so they can, you know, report on it and cover it and tax it and work in government and make government bigger and bigger and bigger. So
2: this is all a nefarious plot by the Jews to get into government? I'd Uh, say there are many of them already in government. No, they're already
1: there. But they work in big institutions like CNN or or major newspapers or within the holding companies that own the newspapers to influence coverage.
2: Well, I would agree with the premise that people who get to this country illegally, if they ever get the Vote are more most likely to vote Democratic because Democrats have loosened the border security to let them in, but that doesn't necessarily hold. There are many Hispanic voters, right. many, many, many of them who are becoming very strong conservatives and Republicans. And the well, same true with we, Black
1: people. Have we learned from Catholics the hard way in 2020? <laughs> they have a mind of their own. They do right. not necessarily so, I mean, vote Democratic.
2: I would think that you would you would be you would liable, liable to find that turning around to bite you in the posterior if that's your Could goal. Happen. Well, you know. it is a
1: racist theory. So this is one racist theory that doesn't hold water at this table. But,
2: hey,
5: it's but out if there. If they
2: have the levers of power, why would they not just make it a legal process where we say, okay, we're going to allow in 3 million people from Nigeria every year, 2 million, quite million quite people power. from Guatemala.
1: They don't think they have quite that much power yet. It's like steering the Titanic. So they don't, you don't have, have power to, s- to do it legally,
2: but they've got the power to do it
1: illegally. Right. You have to slowly guide us in that direction. Uh, Look, everything (laughs) I know about... Replacement theory, I just voiced in the air. I don't know anything else about it, but uh, I don't know. Are you happy now, or email her? Well, she didn't sign in, or he didn't sign in. But,
2: well, uh, this is, uh, I'm trying to, who is ai i got to do the headlines okay. here. Okay. On the go mark, ahead. sponsor
1: for the Sunbury Motor Company. They do know what they're talking about. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com, new Ford, Hyundai, or Kia. That's the place to go. Our toll-free line is now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. We talked about Peter Ducey, asking the new press secretary in Washington, D.C., a relatively easy question yesterday, but boy, she sounded like that Miss America pageant winner that one time who just could not answer the question about climate change at all. And so she strung together a bunch of disparate thoughts in one order. This was exactly the same painful thing. Uh, let's see. We did receive a snail mail letter from Dan uh, and Dan in New Berlin about a um, brochure or a postcard that he received. Presumably from Dr. Oz to help. Dr. Oz creates a pill that creates an enormous... um, (laughs) Well, let's keep
2: going. We've already been on the vagina. We can move over here to the
1: penis. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It creates an enormous erection, increase in uh, uh, pleasure. We'll just leave it at that. It's very wordy in that regard in great detail uh, that Dr. Oz is pitching a uh, pill. And it's all about Dr. Oz. And I, I wonder if he really had anything to send this out, or if this is somebody trying to capitalize on the fact that he's running for office and make him look bad.
2: That's a good question. I was about to look this
1: up. That would be illegal, right, to send out any nefarious election material that's not properly
2: marked. Well, don't right? you remember that uh, years ago there was an election here for state senator where uh, one of the candidates sent a brochure from Florida, making it seem like the other candidate was down there working and not doing. Oh, John Shower. Yeah, and, well, I wasn't going to mention the names, oh, but okay. okay. Well, yeah, the so, postcard
1: from Florida, right? It's that's on Wikipedia. That's famous. Yeah, John Showers mailed out a postcard that was supposedly, let's said it was Ed Helfrich sending a postcard from Florida saying, hey, how are you suckers doing up there? I'm down here laying in the sun, and you guys are a bunch of working class dogs up there, and too bad I never, I've missed a thousand votes, and I'm not representing you, but hey, do not let John Showers take over whatever you do. So, yeah, postcard from Florida. Well,
2: incidentally, I just looked up Dr. Oz. I put in Dr. Oz' erection pill, and I clicked on the site, and what kind of up my virus uh, my antivirus program says this site has been reported as unsafe Oh, so apparently this may not be a real thing this may be somebody trying to spoof the good doctor. Dan from New Berlin got it in the
1: mail and it it does have his name there it says uh, Dan from New Berlin post office box blank New Berlin PA did he order
2: anything from the company to see whether or not he actually got a product in return by return mail?
1: I don't know if he's listening. Uh, Buzz I do have to. New news headlines, but I know your attention shorts pretty, or your attention spans pretty short. So, I'll
2: put you on the radio. <laughs> I have greater faith in I, you, Buzz. I, I just, <laughs> what's that? I said I have greater faith in you than he does, Buzz.
6: Oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, I just called uh, because I was doing some research. The, the ignorance of, of the general public today is just beyond belief. I, I heard the guy earlier babbling about baby formula at the border, and I fact checked that, and indeed there is some. But it's been there for a while. There's no, there's, they're showing pictures of it. Well, nobody knows what the picture, where they were taken or, or when they were taken. So, you know, the Border Patrol says, yes, we do have baby formula, but it's been here. So it's not, and they're not sending any down there. And if people would just look at, do a fact check before you make yourself look even more ignorant on the radio.
1: All, I all right. We got you, Buzz. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open one 800 we have been talking a little bit uh, about uh, President Biden and his tweet that uh, properly taxing wealthy corporations will reduce inflation. We still haven't found the, the correlation, but maybe you know. You can help us out. We got Dan's postcard from New Berlin related to to a mail enhancement opportunity, and uh, let's see, we talked about Fox's Peter Doocy uh, basically having the new White House press secretary for lunch yesterday, and her uh, inability to say, I don't know. It's funny how, if you say I don't know, it's three words, but if you say I don't know the long way, it takes about three minutes. Alright, so call us, 1-800-795-9565 Email us at onthemarket www.tokok.com, text us at 70236 Include the keyword Word otm we do have uh, some news yesterday u.s congressman Dan user was on the news line saying that uh president trump is perfectly mistaken
8: hey you know what even a, uh, a broken clock is uh, right twice a day you could do that in reverse so i think the president got that one wrong
1: talking about his endorsement of Dr. Oz instead of David McCormick for U.S. Senate. And Dan Muser also differs in his view from U.S. Congressman Fred Keller on who uh, should be the next U.S. Senator from Pennsylvania. You can hear all of his remarks on the WKOK podcast page. AP reporting today that on the last full day of campaigning in Pennsylvania's hotly contested primaries for governor and U.S. Senate, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman was still in the hospital. He's leading in the poll. On the Democratic side, he suffered a stroke last week and remained in the hospital over the weekend and yesterday, at least at least yesterday morning. Uh, meanwhile, new attack ads are airing against the late surging Republican U.S. Senate candidate Kathy Barnett. As many in the Republican Party establishment have begun to try to consolidate their support uh, behind uh, or to prevent Doug Mastriano from winning the party's gubernatorial nomination, some Republicans feel Barnett and Mastriano are too polarizing to beat the Democratic opponent. This fall poll, polls are open until 8 o'clock. Election results tonight on WKOK.com. Here is the Harrisburg update.
9: Acting Secretary of State Lee Chapman
1: encourages registered Democrats and Republicans who haven't already voted by mail to get out to vote
8: today.
5: We have a race for governor, a race for the Senate, State House, State Senate party committee and you elect officials that really have a say in your day-to-day lives when it comes to education, health care, the budget. So it's important that voters participate in every single election.
6: Chapman says voters can find their polling place at vote.pa.gov while
2: the Department of State hopes to have unofficial results tonight. Chapman says they prioritize accuracy and security, Above all else, and ask for patience as every vote is counted. Mark Sims, News Radio, 1070 WKOK. And
1: one other story, some good news here. Look for lots of parents and hundreds of other people to converge on Lewisburg this weekend as Bucknell holds two graduations. The university said they'll hold the pandemic delayed in person commencement for the class of 2020 on Saturday with about 500 students attending, then on Sunday, the graduation for the class of 2022 with 900 graduates. Uh, key takeaway from this, Joe, is stay away from Lewisburg. <laughs> from this, Lewisburg week- this weekend, yeah. yeah. Don't expect to.
2: Probably no hotel rooms available.
1: I'll have to sneak in the hard way, to, the back way, to get to the freeze on Sunday.
2: I keep telling you where to go.
1: All right. Yes. <laughs> go ahead and say it. Well, freeze ain't an advertiser. The Country
2: Creamery. Thank
3: you. All right, we I go was going to say before, many people have tried to tell before you go. go
2: yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. But he stays he here does. no matter what we tell him. Just in answer to Buzz. Uh, this is you know not exactly as cut and dried as Buzz would have us believe from his research, but a United States Congressman got a photograph from a border patrol agent in Texas. Uh, she said the agent told her that her facility has been receiving pallets of formula for immigrants who cross into the U.S. illegally. Before long, it said in a joint statement on May 12th, Texas Governor Greg Greg Abbott, a Republican, and National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd took aim at President Biden's policies. They said while mothers and fathers stare at empty grocery store shelves in a panic, the Biden administration is happy to provide baby formula formula to illegal immigrants coming across our southern border. This is yet another one in a long line of reckless, out-of-touch priorities from the Biden administration when it comes to securing our border and protecting America. Right,
1: we should let the babies starve, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right, uh, let's see who is first in line here. Uh, Dick is first. Milton. Good morning, sir, from Milton, PA. You're on the mark.
4: Well, this isn't why I called, uh, but you know, that formula could all, already be in a warehouse right there, and they just transport it over. It's not necessarily flying out of Dubuque, Iowa, or somewhere. That was my point about that. True. Which I didn't really have a point. But my call, Joe, is, you know, if you get on Google, I know you Google because you mentioned a lot, white replacement theory or great replacement theory, and there's so much on there, it's unbelievable. And the only reason I'm going to make this point is it's obvious that, that Tucker Carlson, or the guy from, from uh, New York State, aren't the only two people that believe this. It's right. written in
1: the manifesto. I, I looked it up that That's, that's
4: e- where I got, you know, sorry, sorry. So I'm, I'm going to tell you that I bet you there's more than two people in the United States that are, that are subscribing to this theory right now. Yeah, a third is, of the in U.S. in a way, is not very good.
1: According to the emailer, a third of the U.S. believes it.
4: Well, I can believe that. <laughs> right. Well, I don't I don't have any statistics to prove that, so maybe they don't either. But my point being is that there's an awful lot of people out there that are just worried about somebody else taking their jobs, and nobody seems to want the jobs anyhow right now. That's why there's help What I, mean, I might be the only guy that doesn't have a help one inside in my yard. <laughs> I don't have a business, though, either. It's just mind-boggling that so many people believe this theory. And Tucker Carlson is the, the, what, the number one guy on TV I guess
7: oh my or, gosh, for, yes. for
4: some unknown reason he's the number one on Fox he might be the number one guy on TV. so what he says kind of like what like Rush Limbaugh used to say is is almost uh, is almost uh, uh, the word he's well, replaced the Bible as the word
2: it's sad that
4: for trib- a lot of people in their, in their mind a lot of people just whatever he says they believe it.
2: Well, every every civilization has had someone they wanted to pin their problems on, and I guess Tucker Carlson wants to pin it on Jewish people for some reason or another. What do you mean that or elites? The not necessarily or elites, Jewish okay, people, but elites. Yeah, there's an AP well, let me story. Go back. I'm
4: going I'm I'm to not be on here much okay. longer, but I'm going to go back to, to the last year or whenever I mentioned the fact that like, cause I travel a lot, NCAA wrestling, and we always stay at a hotel somewhere, and almost everybody cleaning rooms speaks another language. They might speak English, but that's not their main language. And my point being is if nobody ever shows up, most most people that graduate from Schicklin or Wolfsburg this year are not going to say, geez, I want to go clean hotel rooms. So consequently, there's an awful lot of jobs out there that nobody in the United States will do, not because they can't they just don't want to. So, contrary, if nobody ever shows up for another... I'm not talking about all the illegals. I'm talking about if nobody ever shows up for another country, those jobs will go un- unfulfilled. I can see it happening. And that's not one or two jobs. That is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands.
1: Right. It just is. All right, all right. We got you, Dick. Thank you so Thanks, much dude. for calling in. All right. got to hit the break, and i got callers waiting. We'll be right back.
7: There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing,
5: <laughs>
1: All right, 1-800-795-9565. Right. Joe looked up the postcard.
2: Yeah, yeah well, Frank so. and Mary here. Um, Frank's 47 years old, 50 years old from Portland, and he apparently has had a successful user of this okay. purported Dr. Oz pill. All right, and Mary looks a little worried. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, don't blame a, her.
1: <laughs> that's a little more Dr. Oz than she really wants. All right, Chris, you're on the mark.
9: Yeah, well, first of all, about the baby formula at the border. Uh, they're required by law to do that. Trump did that, too, although he tried not to, but he was ordered by the courts to do it. And he actually followed the law for a change.
1: So, <laughs> it, killed there and there. <laughs> it killed him.
9: It killed him. And employment is... Unemployment's low. The workforce has been slightly increasing, and and people are still spending money. So I guess the economy is not that bad.
2: Well, Chris, you're a reasonable guy. Do you believe, as the president said in his tweet, that making sure that the largest greedy corporations pay their fair share will positively impact inflation?
9: Well, it would decrease the... Uh, deficit, which you guys claim is a reason for the inflation, so uh, to that extent, I guess it would. I don't. Well, you're saying s- that if they
2: use it for that, but what guarantee do you have that the government would use it for that? Yeah, but I don't see. It,
9: it. it just automatically uh, decreases the deficit if they take in more money.
2: But
1: the deficit and the inflation aren't
2: correlated. No, they aren't.
9: Well, uh, Republicans are, have been claiming that uh, deficit spending is the cause of inflation, so.
2: Deficit spending. I guess
9: they believe it is.
2: If they took the money mm-hmm. and put it directly toward the debt, that wouldn't be deficit spending. That well, would Well, it all
9: goes there eventually, right?
2: Well, They're we keep bo- when our borrowing do, and
9: they have more money, it decreases the deficit, which increases oh. inflation, supposedly. But
2: when our borrowing exceeds our our ability to pay back, that's an issue.
9: Yes, and when you don't uh, get people paying a fair share of tax, it decreases. The money coming in.
2: Well, I think that connection is <laughs> I mean, tenuous I mean, it's, at best. Know, it's
9: somewhat tenuous, but yeah, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, there's a the logic to it.
2: Okay. What else? That's
9: all. Okay. And but what I'm really calling about today is you probably know better than this than I do because I don't follow everything the Republicans say who are running for office in the primary. But are there any Republicans who are running? Or uh, governor or senator that have haven't endorsed the big lie and haven't or, and maybe even worked personally to try to overthrow the election.
1: Ah, uh, well, you you, you lost you lost Congressman Muser on that last one. Um.
9: Is there any? Is there anyone? Any of them that are running for office that have denounced Replacement's theory as racist or as
1: a bad theory? Uh, Charlie Chero uh, tre- uh, tweeted about it. Is there any Democrats a, running who have, uh,
2: have who have uh, argued that critical race theory shouldn't be taught to our children? I
1: critical
9: race theory isn't being taught to the children right
1: it's a non-issue why would they bring it up oh they are being it's a republican boogeyman
9: no no what's being taught part is uh is, is racism is being taught history of racism and some racism is being taught but why shouldn't it be
1: excellent point Joe's speechless.
2: No, <laughs> I'm just
1: fascinated by your choice of words. Oh, critical choice is the boogeyman, right? Well, that's what it is. They say, "Oh my God, we're yeah, indoctrinating our kids into replacement is. theory with the critical Republican race boogeyman
9: theory." Boogeyman thing that doesn't even exist for the most part.
2: Fair enough. Anything else, Chris?
9: Oh, I guess if I get total agreement from you on those things, I'll be
1: satisfied. The day. <laughs> he, he's totally in agreement with you. Thank you, Chris. Have <laughs> a <laughs> nice day, Chris. Bye. Uh, Take care, buddy. All right. Next up, Dan is on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. Hey, Thanks for the letter.
10: Hey, good, good morning. Yeah, good morning. You know, I just yesterday I got another one of them cards.
1: Holy smokes. They're targeting yeah. you.
10: Yeah. And I don't know why I'm getting so many of them. I hope they don't think I need help, but anyway, we know there is no such a pill, and if one could be invented, that the guy would be a billionaire overnight. So I don't get it with Dr. Oz. Well, let me
2: tell you, it's pretty obvious from the website that I'm looking at, a thing called Men's Health Life, which basically is pornography as far as I'm concerned. And Dr. Oz, they're, they're using his name. I don't think there's absolutely nothing here tying Dr. Oz to this pill other than the fact they're using his picture to promote it. Uh, well, it's not anything you know. he's doing himself. And when you go to the website, if you Google "Doctor Oz" and "ED pill" or "penis enhancement pill," you get a, a notice saying that the website is dangerous. If you have any kind of a antivirus program, and don't go there. It's not a legitimate thing. It's just not legitimate, Dan.
10: Okay. Well, I'll take your word on that. I, I, you know, I just happened to get uh, several for the. Le- you know, you could be right there because I think the first one I got was six months ago. That I guess he was already out running it in six months ago. So you, you may have a good point there, but nevertheless, that doesn't change my mind. Okay, but I'm I'm still going to vote for Kathy Barnett when I get down later today. And I'm sort of going with Lou Burletta. I, I like either the two there, Marciano or Berletta, but I kind of think Burletta can win Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, electability.
2: Yeah, that's driving yeah, hundreds of he, Republicans to him. Well, disag- I think, disagree with you on the Senate, agree with you on the governor.
10: Yeah, uh, you, you never notice ever since Barnett started to creep up in the polls. Now they have all these negative campaign propaganda against her. When she was down in the lower digits, they didn't worry about her. Now and now they have all these negative campaigns that aren't necessarily true at all, which I don't think are true, because I when shes i heard her speak, she never held held anything back and she went in enlisted in the Army reserves just as a buck private and rose up to get to officers' candidate school and became a full commissioned officer in ten years so i I don't think she's hiding anything it's just the other two main ones maybe are, are trying to put her down.
1: Right, and they were oh, fine digits. with her when she was down in the single digits in the polls, but as soon as the world found out about her and started to like her, then all of a sudden they're like, oh no, she's a mystery, we don't know anything about her, so yeah, she's, uh, yeah. but I see, I see her appeal, she's very uh, personable, and uh, she's a little what oh, did we so lose, Dan? Here, we had a strange click. a strange us, clicking behind your phone, uh,
2: Dan, if you Chris. need to finish, call back. But. Yeah, call back.
1: All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five 795 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We're lined up against the next break, so let me take that. We'll be right back.
2: What do we call them? Uh, uh, what kind of citizens? A replacement citizen? No, no, what uh, the, those of us who are here. Heritage. Heritage a legacy, C- legacy. Legacy. That's what
1: Tucker citizen Carlson Day. calls them. Legacy citizens. That's us. Okay. Uh, yeah, born in the USA, as my mother used to say. Bart Sudsfeld, great singer. so Just super. All right, we got callers waiting. I'll hit the next button. Dennis, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. We're enjoying open phones on Pennsylvania Spring Primary Day.
11: Yes, good morning. Um, I wanted to just make mention that um, Senator Casey... Um, made a sort of surprise visit into Schmokin last week. Um, our priest, who's Ukrainian, did that work. You've probably seen in the media about raising funds with Vinny Clausian, going over to you know Poland to, to distribute that. And uh, apparently, Senator Casey was very moved by all that. And he came without an entourage or anything. He's like just in plain clothes, and he popped into the church to, to visit the priest and the priest's wife and. He wanted to thank him so much for the work he did. And I was surprised, you know, when I heard about it and saw the pictures. And I I thought our priest was pretty unique because he explained to the congregation, you know, over the weekend. he said, look, he says, I know everybody has an opinion, Republican, Democrat. He says, but I will say this. He says, how many senators are there in our United States? He and how many came to thank me for what he's done? He said, not that I'm important, you know, but he said, Senator Casey did come to thank us. So I just wanted to make mention, I thought it was a really nice gesture on his part, you know, not that I agree with him on a lot of things,
1: <laughs>
10: but
11: you know what I mean. It's interesting that he just popped in in blue jeans and a regular shirt, just by himself, no entourage or anything, so. I just thought it'd be interesting to share that with everybody.
1: All right. Sounds super. Well, thank you very much. Well said. I appreciate you calling in. Well, i
2: and said right. I like Bob Casey personally. He's an awfully nice guy, so it's not out of character for him to do something like that.
1: one 800 Yeah, I said it was Bruce Springsteen. Right. Uh, Bart Sudgefeld is the correct pronunciation of that That's name. his real name? No, that's what my mom used oh, to call okay.
3: him. Uh, no, his real name is Bruce Springsteen. That's what threw me off.
1: Okay. Mike, you're on the mark.
8: Well, I want to talk about the big lie, but uh, your previous caller here talked uh, about uh, Bobby Casey just dropping into a church in Shamokin. I put a big smile on my face, but anyway, the big lie. Okay, that is a narrative that the Democrats want to paint people like myself with. Okay, and anybody that knows me, that I was a Trump supporter, they want to, they want to say. Mike believes in the big lie. I don't believe in the big lie. What I believe in is I want fair elections at any cost, whatever it takes for our government to take control of the election systems in each state and make sure that they're fair and open. And to me, that's not being done right now. So for anybody to say that we have the best, safest election system in the world, that is the big lie. And I just wanted to get that off my chest. And then the last thing I'll say is, I went out this morning and uh, voted early. I'm not living in Chicago, so I can't vote often, but I, I did vote, and I voted the uh, the straight party ticket, and that's called the Trump ticket.
2: Okay, you mean you voted for everybody Trump endorsed? All right, it would be Oz and... Yep. Um, Bar, uh, Mastriano. Mastriano, thank
8: you. Mastriano, yeah, that's correct. And... Uh, if Fred Keller was on my uh, ballot, I would have voted for him, too, because I'm sure that uh, the president would have uh, endorsed him.
1: Right. So did you? is G.T. Thompson running for re-election this yes, year? Yes, he is. Okay, so he's on the ballot. Okay. Right. Any opposition in G.T. Thompson's primary?
2: Well, I'm writing Fred hey. in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that won't help. Well, it might help. All right. What else, Mike? Anything yeah. else? So,
8: hey. Uh, yeah, just what did happen to Fred. I, I don't, like I said, I don't
1: politics. Redistricting actually. moved his district, uh, or moved him into G.T. Thompson's 15th district. So Fred c- has to, if he were to run for re-election, he'd have to run against G.T. Thompson. Or, or, could, or Lou Barletta. Or anybody else. He could, he could not run. Not Lou
2: Barletta, but um, uh, Congressman John Muser. Muser, right.
1: He would have to run against, he could run anywhere in the U.S. He, or anywhere in Pennsylvania he wanted. But... Uh, He was considering running against Congressman Muser, but then rethought that, and it will instead just stand down. But he'll he'll have a very soft landing, I assure you. He'll be very welcome in probably some good Republican fields or working for the Morans or up with Tom Marino or the rest of the uh, good Republican uh, movers and shakers.
8: Now, Mark, I am not, like I said, I don't follow politics that closely, but it's my understanding that the congressional districts were drawn up by what the pennsylvania supreme court that's correct that is okay and which way does the supreme court in pennsylvania lead
2: <laughs> heavily democratic liberal yes run by
8: philadelphia heavily and pittsburgh I think
2: it's five so, to two what's
8: his name fred keller got his payback for being such a staunch supporter of our president that had everything going in the right direction basically before uh, all the conspiracies took him
2: out. Well, if there were, had been a Republican governor in place, you can bet that Fred would not have lost his district or his seat. They would have they would have found a way to t- cut out a seat from a Democrat. In fact, they did that a few years ago. Right, and there were
1: two Congress people who were leaving, so therefore it would have been not, not easy, but it would have been feasible to keep all the incumbents in a district. With, uh, But, of course, the court chose not to do that.
8: The, well, the, uh, fi- the 5-2 Democrat court chose not to do that, you're saying. Right? right,
1: yeah, they have map makers. That's who made our congressional map that preceded this one, was the court. Okay, did
8: it. In, conclusion, <laughs> in conclusion of my rant this morning, all you listeners just remember that Josh Shapiro will probably be worse than Governor Wolf when you go to the ballot box in November. In what way? Oh, he's, a, he's more of an extremist. Then uh wolf.
1: In what and way? He's,
8: oh, he'll do anything anything to get political power for the Democrats in the state. Like what? And he'll do it with us Well well you know how they pull the levers of power. I mean we have we have a system here <laughs> in Pennsylvania where PennDOT, and I'm not pointing any fingers and I'm not making any accusations. But we know that Pennsylvania is a corrupt state. Okay? Really? All the promises it were yeah. All the promises that were made about the school property taxes. You know, we're going to uh, have gambling. We're going to have lottery. We're going to have uh, marijuana. All this stuff. And what has happened to the uh, property owners' property taxes? They've gone up nothing but up, up, and up. So uh, my position is this. We have a fundamental problem with our government in Pennsylvania, and it's mainly because it's controlled by the two big blue areas, pretty much, in the uh, states. And as a result, we had Fred Keller bounced out of office, basically. And like I said, if they're willing to do it to a good man like him, they'll do anything to anybody for political power. That's my generality. That's my belief. And to me, it's just as valid as the less big lie.
1: Fair up. All right, we got you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. One of our good listeners has sent us a picture of Senator Casey meeting with uh, the priest at the Transfiguration Church, Ukrainian Catholic Church in Shumokin. Mikola Ivanov is the priest there, so they're having some sort of a conversation. Although neither of them is speaking in the picture, and they're just they're staring, staring at, at each other. <laughs> the priest is saying, "How can you be a pro-life Democrat?" No, just kidding. That is not what the priest was saying. But
2: uh, Senator Casey is in blue jeans and a shirt. They're right. not looking But nice formal. jeans, yes. not the holy kind. And then uh, one of our texters says, Chris, watch 2,000 Mules. If you have the courage, the show it shows the corruption in 2020. I don't think you have the courage. And then, laughing out loud, Chris, more money to Fed Treasury doesn't reduce debt because the idiots in charge just see the money they can spend. And sorry, Buzz, border agents sent photos and said these formulas pallets were unloaded last week. And hey, Buzz, if there's a government-owned baby formula on the border, why isn't it being distributed to citizens instead of illegals? And then Tucker questions the Democrats' plan to replace all citizens of the USA, no matter race, with illegals that have no allegiance to this country. And what's with the Venus <laughs> yeah, commercial? Right, well, yeah, well uh, I agree with that one. What's uh, with the Venus commercial?
1: <laughs> all right, Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
10: Hey, good morning. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I got cut off there. wasn't quite finished. Almost. I think I ended where Kathy Barnett went to off, got candidate officer school, became an officer in the reserves. Anyway, she ran her campaign without any negative uh, any negative things against her opponents. The other ones didn't do that, so she's more honorable that way than they were, and you gotta give her credit, she ran a positive campaign, and she deserves to win, and she's been campaigning 13 months by meeting people in small venues wherever she could go, meeting the. People and actually talking with them, not talking at them. So I believe she's the best by far candidate we would have for Senate. But we'll see after today.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think some of, a lot of the politicians or the elected or the candidates running for elected office had clean campaigns. You know, Charlie Giroux and. Carlos Sands and um, the Gale brothers, as long as they both were in, and uh, who else? Oh, Jeff Bartos. Geez, nothing but but economic development and important topics and, you know, the impact of illegal immigration in Pennsylvania. So, yeah, there were some clean campaigns. It was really just McCormick and Oz going at each other. Channel 16, or no, I guess it was Fox News last night did a story about... Tom Williams from Channel 16, no, they're, and his—they're
2: going after Mastriano too,
1: right? Wait, oh, that's true. Yeah, good point. Uh, in the um, in a state house race up there, I guess, or state senate race, one of those uh, legislative races up there, but the, the, that campaign turned negative. In fact, it it it. Uh, Tom Williams sent out a postcard of his. Um, Opponent at the beach is saying, you know, the same theory. This is where I was going to spend most of my time. I think was the gist of it. That was on uh, Fox fifty six last night at ten o'clock. Oh yeah, I fell asleep halfway through, so I don't know how the story <laughs> ended. So, all right, Dan, thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate it. Thanks, nice, Dan, <laughs> and yep. thanks for the. Nice. Uh, Have a great day. You too. <laughs> yep, I appreciate yep. it. All right, we'll talk later. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. I want to dry- tell you about a twenty. 20- 23, I kid you not, 2023 Ford F-150 that is now on order down at the Sunbury Motor Company. It's antimatter blue, and if you, if you haven't seen this, this is a fantastic color. It is uh, sort of a grayish color if you see it in the shade, but as soon as the sun comes out, it's like this grayish slate blue. Just gorgeous. It's going to have a creamy white leather interior, and the leather has a gazillion tiny little holes in it so that the air conditioning and heat can come through the seat and warm the back of your front. And so you'll enjoy that.
2: Warm as, the back of my front.
1: Right. So your backside, it gets warmed by this. Hey, if we're talking about everything else, we, right,
2: get, we might as well talk about the
1: backside too. The, the fact too, that we're right? going to cool your underside while you're in these bucket seats. What Fantastic.
3: was the uh, What was the line from MASH, the back of my front, the fleshy part?
1: Yes. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I first heard that. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, anyway, this particular model that they're going to get in, probably mid-July, I would think, or so, XLT Chrome Appearance Package, 2.7-liter V6 EcoBoost motor, uh, 19 miles to the gallon on the highway will be the average and 24. Or no, 24 on the highway, 19 in the city for a 21 average. Of course, it comes with start-stop technology. You can drive in the Eco mode. Joe's just going to keep it in Sport mode all the time because that uh, ups the... Uh, uh, puts it in four-wheel drive automatic and keeps the RPMs higher all the time. And it uh, basically doesn't use the start-stop technology anytime, so you can tromp on the gas anytime. Of course, electronic automatic dual temperature control on board. Then separate temperature controls for your passengers in the bench seat behind. Comes with a five-foot bed. See, that's where <laughs> I have a problem with that. Why? But then that's just like a big box. You, you need more than that. You need you Go for the eight-foot bed. Has the 360. Degree camera package, and this is one that's coming to the Sunbury Motor Company. Less than $50,000, and boy, would they love to see you down there driving this uh, perfect uh, truck that I just ordered for somebody. Hey, my lovely bride. Where's mine, the one you ordered from me and uh, said you for me. That's mid June or so, I think. it's a, Yeah, that's I'm the lighting. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. All right, 1 800 795 9565. Speedy Dialers, now we got a bunch of emails and one text. We'd love to hear from you. We will be right back.
7: There's something to be
2: <laughs> you can't play
1: that for a bunch of old white guys. If we don't understand the lyrics, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I couldn't it's make a it
3: Chicago up. song from the 70s called Vote for Me. Oh, oh.
1: Vote for, Vote for Me. Okay. Why do you play Harry Truman was instead? Vote <laughs> for me. Vote for me. Take me out in the boat.
3: That's, is that like uh, the Hughes Corporation and Rock the Boat? For Man. years I thought it was Don't Tip the Boat Rover. I'm like, why do they have a dog in the boat?
1: <laughs> what does it say? Over. Don't
3: Tip the Boat Over.
1: Oh, okay. Well, why is the R in there?
3: I don't know, but it always sounded like Don't Tip the Boat Rover. Okay.
2: Don't right. the dog. All right, we have a... Uh half a dozen emails. So go right. Ahead, Joe. Um, so this one's for Dan. It says, Maybe somebody is pranking Dan. I had some hair club for men literature sent to a friend as a joke. He is fallically challenged. And Rob says, Good morning. Very few white supremacists are Republicans. Most are national socialists or fascists who view Hitler as a role model.
1: Yeah, excellent point, Rob. I think the survey showed that 27% of Democrats believe in replacements theory and uh, I think it was 30 32 or 36 percent were Republicans, so not a remarkably distant margin. It's mainstream now. You know, Joe and I, you and I don't worry much about this and haven't talked about it at all, but it's definitely in the mainstream, and candidates talk
2: about it. Well, we've had people call about the Great Reset, but we haven't had people call about the Great Replacement. That's that's global. (laughs) So there's a lot of nefarious stuff going on out there. I think replacement theory applies to Europe, too. Wikipedia says it's in Europe also. Well, why don't we do the reverse? Why don't we get a group of white people and move them into a foreign country and try and take that country over? Take it over. (laughs) I think Putin had that idea. (laughs) Yeah, he did. It has not working out real well for him, either. Tom says to me, yes, Joseph, you do give the money back to the citizenry. You do that by who needs it the most. (laughs) This is communism. Believe me, Tom. Uh, An excellent deterrent to greed. You disagree and I don't care. Tom, (laughs) the definition of communism is from each according to his ability to each according to his need. Thank you. Well said. You remembered that in 8th grade. (laughs) Yes, and Tom says I agree with Mike. Trump wasn't part of the swamp. He was the swamp. In capital letters. Right. Well, I I didn't scream it out.
1: Scratch that one. Okay.
2: (laughs) In Pennsylvania, under the mental health law, an involuntary mental health commitment is referred to as a 302 commitment. A 302 commitment would flag the person in PICS check. PICS, Pennsylvania PICS checks, uh, okay. Information Criminal System or something, something like that, I guess. In Pennsylvania, many times, once at the hospital, the person can voluntarily commit themselves, and that is a 201 commitment. This relates to our gun conversation
1: right. in juveniles, yes. A
2: 201 commitment would not preclude someone from obtaining a gun. Hmm. Someone could voluntarily commit themselves each time, and the commitments would not trigger or be entered into Pennsylvania. Your picks. Yeah, I've heard officers... Well, officer, that's a flaw.
1: Right. Well, I don't know. Officers say that if a person knows that they need some assistance, if they'll voluntarily commit themselves, the officer will even say, you know, uh,
2: well, when, you are, when so you are cunning. well,
1: if we 302 you, when you are well, you won't be able to get guns for the rest of your life. Uh, I mean, minus some extensive court work. But uh, if you, th- what is it, 201 yourself, then uh, you will not be uh involuntarily committed you'll commit yourself and then you can have guns later if you if you hunt like or somebody who shoots trap or wants to
2: carry for protection or something. So, if you were really cunning, you would 201 yourself so that no one 301 you. Uh, I, I would suppose, but uh,
1: you know, if you're going to be found to be mentally deficient, if you're if you are if you do have significant and serious mental illness that needs treatment, in which case you're not going to be able to get a gun later anyway.
2: Okay. And then we have uh, say, uh, one of our listeners uh, referring to a statement made by Kamala Harris. Said, I need someone educated in sentence diagramming to dissect this. Now, read the quote as best you can. This is Kamala Harris's quote. We will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, and to work together as we continue to work, operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we have to convene to work together, we will work on this together.
1: Now, this is transcribed speech out loud so it does make no sense Well, between
2: but between the new press secretary and the vice president <laughs> and the president there isn't a lot of common sense the going theme on is that we
1: have to work together right
2: now we got these <laughs>
1: oh, we're out of time this is twice we have two eb emails that we didn't get to or did we read these yesterday
2: no we didn't we didn't get to them all right we got to read them tomorrow and tomorrow we can discuss the election well, that's right it'll all be over well, all, I, the, the only good thing is the political calls oh, will stop man. for a couple of months.
1: One of our listeners says, the big lie, all oh, big baby Trumpers still hurting. Trump was a lawless liar and a stupid racist buffoon. <laughs> Thanks, Bob, says he. This is WKOK Sunbury.